pizza. Here we go, you guys, and welcome back to yet again another episode of The Motivation Magnet. Today is Thursday, April 1st. No, I don't have some shitty April Fool's joke for you today, but I do have on an awesome guest uh, that I'm really looking forward to you guys to hear from. I learned so much from him. Uh, You know, like I said, I coach lacrosse. I have a professional lacrosse player on the show today. Jake Pulver played at Cornell, played in the MLL, and I played for the PLL Cannon, so... Awesome, awesome, awesome interview. And so let's dive right in. What do you say? Let's do it. Dive right in. Jake Palver. Let's get it. Here we go, you guys. Today, we welcome on a very special guest, someone I'm very excited to talk to and get to know better, Jake Pulver from the PLL Cannons. Super stoked. Jake, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, Alex? I uh, appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to, to talk to you. Absolutely. This is going to be tons of fun. So go ahead. Tell me your story, right? I love lacrosse. The people know I'm a coach. Tell me how you got into it, where you went to high school, college, how you're now playing professional. Tell me everything. For sure. So uh, actually, you know, from what I can remember, how I got into lacrosse, um, my older brother, um, Josh, was playing football, uh, Pop Warner football, and uh, a couple of families from the town over, you know, uh, saw him playing and were like, hey, you guys should uh, try lacrosse. And, um, you know, he got involved in the youth program. I think he actually started playing for the Jamesville DeWitt youth program at first. And so did I, but, um, I ended up, uh, I went to Fayetteville Manlius high school and, uh, you know, played there and, uh, you know, learned a lot, uh, under my coach there. And, um, you know, just was lucky enough and fortunate enough to, uh, be good enough to go on to Cornell university. And, uh, now, you know, playing the pros, obviously there's a lot of stuff that happened in between there, but that's kind of a brief overview of uh, that's so awesome though like going to like I saw that you were a football player right you played high school football you're all state football player how do you think that transferred over like I'm a big believer in like dual sport athletes like play as many sports as you can like how do you think playing football transferred over to playing lacrosse for sure I think it not only helps with like your athletic ability but I think it also gives you kind of like a a mental edge too um and, and brings that to the to the sport especially playing defense where, you know, it's a little more physical and some right. one-on-one matchup related stuff. But I think, yeah, like I think kids should, should play as many sports as possible. It just helps develop their athleticism, you know, uh, hand-eye coordination and a bunch of other things. But yeah. And, and I think, you know, it also just like a lot of those relationships, like a lot of the guys that played lacrosse also played football and it's just right, like experience right. different situations with them. And I think also the cool thing as well is, you know, you could be like the best player on the football team, but not the best player on the lacrosse team or like <laughs> not the best, not the best lacrosse. You could be the best lacrosse player, but not the best uh, player on the football team. So I, I also think it teaches you how to like accept a lot of different roles being on a team. So where like, if you're the best guy in the lacrosse team, and you play lacrosse, you're around, you're going to just learn how to be like the best player there and not learn that, you know, there's a lot of other roles and stuff going on on the team. So I think, you know, the mental aspect and, you know, physical aspect definitely uh, paid off from doing right. that as I, well. I totally agree with that. So my next thing is being at Cornell. I mean, fucking Ivy League, like that's the top of the top, like academics-wise, sports-wise. How were you able to do both, right? Like how were you able to say, hey, I'm going to study, I'm going to do all this stuff and play at such a high level of lacrosse? For sure. Well, I have uh, nothing but great things to say about, you know, the, the coaches and stuff at, at Cornell. And they definitely set you up for success and just – their overall team culture. Like I know, obviously there's a lot of successful programs out there, but I think Cornell has got a pretty special culture and it's 
really um, built around, uh, you know, George Boyardi, who passed away on the field um, there at Cornell. And you kind of, you know, you go in there as a freshman and, and you learn about him and you learn about how to be a good teammate and how to be just a good person overall. And I think, you know, those standards that you hold yourself to help with all that other stuff. So, you know, like we help one another, whether it's like helping kids, you know, pick the right classes, set them up for success. And then, you know, we have study hall, we have a lot of other things and you just hold everyone accountable. So it's not just, Oh, I'm holding you accountable in the weight room or on the field. You're also doing that in the classroom. Like, Hey, like, you know, you got an assignment, make sure, you know, you're getting all your work done. So I think just the, the team culture and they set you up for success. But um, yeah, I think, uh, I, I think it, that, that really helped me. And um, it was definitely a, a great experience. Um, I was, I was actually pre-med there. So courses were a little, uh, yeah, difficult there, but um, definitely, definitely got through it. And um, yeah, so uh, it, it was great. So did you, did you finish pre-med or did you do something different or? Yeah. So I, I did take the MCAT going into my senior year and, you know, during my senior year, I, I really was like, Hey, is this what, you know, I, I want to do? Cause you know, committing to med school, you're in it for the next like eight years or so. Right. So I really looked in the mirror and realized, you know what, probably not. And I was taking business courses at the time as well. And I was doing really well on them. I'm pretty good with numbers and, uh, you know, quantitative stuff. So we went to really... Cornell, like you're probably yeah. pretty good at a lot of things there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I realized, you know, there's different options. So, uh, switched over to business and now I'm actually back in school, get my MBA, um, at university of Rochester, Simon business school, but, um, you can say, you know, I just love to be in school, but, um, yeah, so, uh, so I didn't, I didn't go all the way through with it, but, um, you know, ended up in a good place, uh, right now. That's awesome, dude. I mean, I, I've always said, so I played, uh, I'm in college right now, but I played NAI lacrosse for a little bit, but mm -hmm. I mean, comparing like that is ridiculous being, you know, I like, I was at a small school being at Cornell it's crazy. But let's talk a little bit of football too, right? So you were all state football in high school. Did you ever think about playing possibly both in college? Like, was that an option or did you just love lacrosse? You know, one of my, uh, my head coach was he's Damian Rhodes. He was a running back at Syracuse and ended up playing a little bit in the NFL. And, you know, he approached me one day and said like, Hey, like, did you ever think about playing both? Cause you know, the thing about me, I was never like, like when I was younger, I was never like, oh, like this guy is definitely going to like go play D1 lacrosse or like be all state in football. I was kind of like, you know, the smaller kid, like kind of just like getting beat up. And I also played with my older brother too. So right. I was always playing up. I was, I learned how to take a beating from all, <laughs> from all of his friends and stuff. But, you know, finally, like during my senior year of high school, like I was like, okay, like sweet, like now it's my time to shine. And, you know, right. I really, I really took advantage of that. So you know, I, I wasn't really getting recruited or anything. I, my coach did ask me if like he wanted to, to speak to the coach, but, you know, looking back on it right now, I kind of wish I had pursued that a little bit, but I also like see how it would have taken away from my time with the Cornell lacrosse team as well. So there's some give and some take, obviously like there's nothing better than high school football in my mind. Like I right. love you lacrosse, but you there's, you can't, you can't beat, no. beat football at all. So, um, but right now I have a younger brother who's kind of living out that dream for me and my older brother. Cause my older brother and I both went on and played lacrosse in college and not football, but our younger brother is. So kind of where's he at? Where's he playing? He's playing at Hobart. So he plays a uh, D line over at oh, uh, nice. so college. Guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he can, he can lift a, a lot of weights. Me and my <laughs> brothers uh, love to uh, see who's the strongest and he's totally by far that. the strongest right now. 
um, as, as the youngest one. But yeah, it, um, you know, football was awesome. I, I wish, you know, maybe it could have worked out, but, um, you know, I'm happy with, with how, how things did and being able to commit all that time to Cornell and be a part of that uh, culture with the lacrosse team and everything. Cause it definitely be hard, you know, bouncing back and forth and not, right. you know, seeing the guys in the locker room every single day, which is kind of just like those memories that, that you really remember. I mean, I couldn't even imagine like being a dual, dual sport athlete and playing like college sports, but I couldn't imagine doing dual sport athlete at Cornell and pre-med. Like you would absolutely <laughs> have zero free time if you had any before. I know, no, it definitely would have tested the time management skills, but um, it, it would yeah. have been unreal. <laughs> it would have been unreal. So let's go into the PL. I'm a huge fan. Uh, walk me through a little bit. We had Matt DeLuca from the Water Dogs on the show a couple episodes ago, and we talked mm -hmm. about what it was like, you know, playing in the bubble. How was that? Yeah, it definitely was was like a different experience. So I had basically one full season under my belt um, from the MLL, and then. I made the decision to, to come over just because, you know, nothing against Hamill. I just want to play against the best guys in the world. And the, right. that's where those guys were. So um, it was definitely, definitely wild. Like I spend a lot of time in the off season, like training really hard. Like I don't like take any like off like time or anything like that. Like I'm lifting weights and doing all that my whole entire time. And that's kind of what I shape my game around. Right. And, you know, this whole entire time, COVID, all that. I'm just sitting at home and I'm lifting in my basement every single day. I'm just thinking about the PLL, like, and all that. And like, then you get there, you have your COVID shot, your COVID test. And I was like super nervous about it coming back, like positive right, out of right. nowhere. And just all that hard work would have went like to, to, to waste. But fortunately, you know, we get there in, in negative. I don't think they really had many positive tests, anything. And it was super well run. Like it, it was awesome. You know, committing all that time to just lacrosse. Um, and, and it was great being on the, the Chrome and knowing some of those guys and building those relationships. It definitely was though, like probably, you know, mentally like a, a little hard cause you're, you're in there the whole entire time. There's no breaks. Like right. you're 24 seven thinking about lacrosse, playing lacrosse. And then I remember like we lost, I flew out the next day and I was back at home and I was like, Holy shit. Like, what do I do now? Right. Like, like all of a sudden it's just, I just spent so much time like just focusing on lacrosse and like, and I'm one to like overthink things too. So I'm like back at home and I'm like walking around. I was like, man, like I should have done X, Y, and Z. Like right. I should have like, and you're just overthinking everything. Cause you know, I get back and there's not much going on back at home. I, I started school a couple weeks later, but you know, it was just something that I worked super hard and really focused on so much to get to. And then all of a sudden, you know, play five games, you're there for two weeks, you're out. And it was definitely just a, a wild Quick. thing, like mentally, like deal with too. And that's why, like, you know, this season, like I'm, I'm definitely like valuing that time a little more. And like, now I'm like really focusing on some other things. So more lacrosse related functions, not just, you know, picking stuff up and putting it down and right, just being so, the biggest guy in the room. I like yeah. that approach. I'm a big fan of that approach. So if you're the <laughs> best athlete on the field, doesn't matter how, like, if you are that guy, you're going to, you're going to be a stud. Like it doesn't matter your stick skills. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it is in the PLL, but like, I mean, being a, just a stud athlete, it has to help. For sure. Yeah, no. And, and, you know, that's what I really focused on last season. And, you know, I was lifting like benching, right. squatting you know, the, the most that, that I had, but, you know, I just had to, you know, now I'm focusing on doing, you know, you know more running, more lacrosse specific stuff. So, um, 
because it, it, it is about that. Like you can get so far with that, but I think in order to make that next level impact, you right. gotta, I got to mix it up a little bit and, and that's what I'm doing. But yeah, bubble was, was awesome. Um, PLL did a great job putting it on and, and, and setting it up for us. And, but I'm um, definitely excited to, you know, have that week, those week breaks now, hopefully going into right. this next season, you know, to kind of decompress, you know, rethink some things, then, you know, you can, you can change your approach going into that next week and really focus on some other things. While when you, I was there, it's kind of just like lacrosse, 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 the whole right. All, that's, that's all you had and was lacrosse. Yeah, yeah. That's all it was. And, and it was a great experience, but um, definitely looking forward to hopefully, you know, going back to, to the other model, but uh, yeah, that it was, it was super well run and, and a great experience. That's awesome. That's all I've heard about. It was like how well it was run. Uh, I got a question. How fast, like, how fast paced was it that switch from college to the PLL? Like, was it just like, holy shit, like this is yeah. fast. So I had like two transitions, right? So MLL is right. even different from the PLL. So MLL, you go in. So when I was playing in college, there's no shot clock unless like the refs decided to put it on, which right, was like on, yeah. never. So, you know, you could hold the ball and, and like all that stuff. But, you know, MLL, you get there, it's running clock. Uh, you know, I think it's like 80 second shot clock or, or something like 60 second yeah. shot clock, but the field is still the same length that it is, as it did in college. So it definitely was, was faster there, but like a lot of those guys were already in the PLL when I was really getting my playing time. So I wasn't playing against, you know, those like the you know, top of the like, top, the, yeah. the, the top of the top. Yeah. Um, even though there were some great guys in the ML, but then you, yeah, you get to the PLL and yeah, holy shit. It's really freaking fast. <laughs> I mean, it's 52 second shot clock. They move that. Like if you look at the field, the 10 yards in the middle that they remove is actually like game changer because yeah. those guys can get out from off from defense to offense in so no quick. time. So you're so you're always on your your toes. And then like especially some of these guys that can crank two pointers, like they can sneak them over and like just throw it back to them. And then yeah, the, the two point arc being at 15 yards. Like there's some guys that can make just that like, in their in their sleep with how fast they can they can shoot the ball. So it's definitely just in you know, whenever, wherever they throw the ball to that guy has talent to like score the ball. Like there's no, no question that if you're out on that field and playing offense and stuff like that in the PLL, like you can put the ball in the back of the net. Like, so, so you're always on your toes with, you know, who you're approaching to watching the ball come down. So it's definitely uh, super fast, but I, I think it makes it fun for the right. fans and all that. Cause there's just constant action going on. I love it. I love what yeah. they did. It's just everything's so fast paced. Like, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. I do think eventually like PLL is going to be up there with NFL, MLB, like those types of things, just because it's on, it's just only going up and up and up. It's so much fun to watch. I, I, so many kids are playing it. Like, yeah. Can, can only hope that can only hope that, that we get there. But I think yeah, the PLL is doing a great job with, um, you know, not only that they make, they help make the game more entertaining, but you know, right. the, everything from their broadcast to like it's all so good to everything it's like just a very crisp and you know the the ravels definitely know what they were doing when they decided to you know start the league and everything and uh very grateful for for to have people like that running the league um with that creativity and all that i love it i love it i got a couple final questions then i'll let you go but first are you like a talk shit type of guy like i feel like in the pll we hear like a ton of yeah they got the helmet microphones like we hear kids talking shit like we hear guys talking shit i love it i'm like dude let's fire it up let's go like is that you are you more like quiet like i'm gonna beat the shit out of you i don't need to tell you i'm gonna do it 
but I'd say now I'm probably more quiet just because I'm still like trying to like earn my right. keep basically. Like I'm still trying to like, you know, prove it. But like back in high school, I would run my mouth like so much because I knew like, you know, I, you I just back went out it up. there. If you're going to talk shit, there, you can yeah. back it up. I went out there with the mentality like I'm better. And then even in college, like, you know, I, I would do that. But, you know, some of the older um, guys at Cornell were like, hey, like, let's tone it back a little bit. So I have toned it back uh, a little bit. But yeah, no, I, I love it. The, the guys that can do it and back it up, like, touche, like it definitely gives you some sort of advantage. Gives you an edge. Doing that. Yeah, but I'll, I'll make like little comments like here and there, not like, because it's also weird, you know, when you're a defender and you do it to your attackman because you're standing next to him the whole the entire, entire game. game. <laughs> so it's like, so, so I'd be more willing to like give like a midfielder a whack and be like, yeah, like, what's up, bitch? Or something yeah, like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love then, that. I love instead that. Of, instead of like, because you talk to the guy, if you keep talking crap to the guy next to you, he's there the whole entire time. And right. He's bound it gets to get awkward. Like, it's like, right, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to so, talk uh, shit to the guy that's, you know, the other guy that's a couple, couple people down. For sure. Because otherwise, you're right. Like, it gets awkward. You're standing next to him, like, at the box. You're like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, we were just talking shit. <laughs> we're about to fight. But like, all right, I get it. I get it. Yeah. That, that's sure. so funny. I love that. All right. Next, a little off topic. Uh, what kind of music like gets you fired up? Like we love, I'm a big country music guy. Like we've had a bunch of country music people on here. Uh, like what do you listen to before a game? Like what do you listen to you working out? Like hit me with it. Yeah. So, I mean, when I'm like chilling in the car and like driving with my girlfriend, we'll listen to like country yeah. and all that. But yeah, I, like when I'm, when I'm lifting with like my brothers down in the basement, I have my brother, Josh throws on whatever mix he's got. And it's a lot of like, you know, techno crap like right just, like, just something all that's just up hot. in there yeah and for me I, I like you know like a little bit of rap and then like some of like hard rock and stuff like that right. so like rage against the machine and like that stuff like that stuff will get me fired up and i right like back in back in college i used to play like the same like three or four songs like right before we were about to go out give me one what's me, one like, of them give me one so one of them was definitely bodies um nice was, yeah that song's that, lit it gets yeah. you going yep yeah, so uh, th th there are a few, and then like Nightmare by Avenged Sevenfold, yep. I, would, I would play that as well. So there's a there's a few that I you know try and get my adrenaline going super high. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that, that's what what I listen to. That's there. awesome. I love that. All right, final question. This is going to mm -hmm. be like so. I always end it with you know, if you had one piece of advice that you could share with the people listening, what would it be? And I'm going to po point this to myself. Like if you could give me as a high school lacrosse coach. Like one piece, I coach defense, right? So I'm a defense coordinator. What would that be? Like, what should I be hitting on more to help better my athletes? Yeah, I'd say um, just like, you know, focus on like the little things. Like everyone wants to like be doing those like, you know, crazy checks and all that. Right. But my senior year in, in at Cornell, so like when I was at Cornell, my first year we were really good in between my sophomore, junior year, like not as good. And then senior year, we had to bounce back and made it to the quarterfinals and all that. And, you know, the, the difference between what we were doing and working on defensively were just a little thing. So like the simple thing is perfecting your approach. Cause you know how many approaches you go out and do during a game, right? You approach the ball every single time you go out there. So really focusing on those fundamentals and that, and that footwork was kind of like the things that I could really preach to a, a young defender and what I focus on when I'm working with someone. So I don't care, you know, if you're, committed to go to like a top school or something i'm focusing on your your approach like your sticks out feet moving and then just playing angles and how to play the ball i think those are you know the really important things uh that for a defender yeah i totally agree with that and like i always try and tell my kids like for 
95% of the kids that they go against, like I'm a varsity coordinator. I'm in Ann Arbor, Michigan, right? So we, mm-hmm. we play like pretty good lacrosse, but it's nothing like how it is out East, right? Like unless we're playing like the brother rice or the CC, you know, like we're like, that's where Sergio Perkovich, right? He was a brother yeah. rice kid, which is just, it. It's different lacrosse. Like it is like, it's a little different. I always tell him, dude, push that guy to his left hand because he's going to automatically try and roll back to his right. If he doesn't, For he's sure. not going to shoot with his left. He's going to move it. Yeah. No, no, no. That, I mean, thinking about back in high school, like that's when, yeah, defense was super easy because you basically knew what hand that the guy right, was wanting was going, to go like, to. Take him there. And it's like, you just stand on the other side and you're like, no, like no fucking way. You're not right. coming back this way. Like, and that's basically just how I played high school defense too. Like it was just, you know, cause make the guy make a mistake with his, his opposite hand or something. You don't need right. to be throwing a bunch of checks or something but they're more willing to probably turn the ball over if they're going the other way. And, and that's, yeah, that, that, that's how, how you should be, um, you know, playing defense in high school. Cause there's very few kids out there that, that are, that are well can use both, both ways. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. For that sure. That's huge. I'm literally going to like take this to them. I'm going to make them watch and be like, listen, guys, I got a professional and he agrees with me here. We're going to push him to his left hand. They don't believe me. They want to play yeah. him like, and I was the same way, like in high school, like I want to play him straight up and I want to just, beat the shit out of them and take the ball away. I'm like, mm-hmm. otherwise we can get them to move the ball and we're, you did your job. But I mean, oh, yeah. they, they, nobody no. believes their high school coach. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Uh, but no, man, this on. was awesome. Jake, I really appreciate you coming on, man. I'm looking forward. I'm going to try if there's like fans and allowed, I'm there. Like I'm excited. For sure. I'm, I think I'm just excited, as excited as you uh, to get back out there this summer. So it'll uh, be, it'll be awesome. Yeah. My good friend, uh, he's now the general manager of lax all-stars. He has the going off sides podcast. Right. And, um, he's like, he's fired up. Like he cannot wait till I get out to actually go see some games, but yeah, dude, I'll be there and I'm going to make like a custom Jersey of you that I'm going to be wearing. I'll be at your game. I'll be the most obnoxious person there. (laughs) Awesome. Let's go. Yeah. It's going to be a one, one hell of a summer with both leagues, uh, back, back together and all that talent. So, uh, it's going to be some good lacrosse. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. This was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you having me on. It is a great time. And, uh, Hope you enjoyed it. Huge shout out to Jake for coming on the show. Like I said, learned a ton from him, you know, just about, you know, I think the little things in the cross are big too. You know, the approach, the GBs, uh, the stick skills. So it was, it was nice getting it, you know, his perspective and getting it from just a legend of the game. So again, huge shout out to Jake for coming on and, you know, spreading the motivation, spreading the love. So again, thanks Jake. You're the man. So what's up? What's up? What's up? You know, I've been gone. Like I said, I'm almost done with school. Guys, God forbid I completely mess something up. I graduate in like four weeks, less than four weeks. I think I'm done like the 25th, maybe even before that. So less than four weeks, I'm out of here, uh, out of school, done with it. And then I'm moving in, guys. I'm moving into a new job that fingers crossed, fingers crossed, I'm 99.9% of the way done. All I got to do is sign on the dotted line. That form comes in uh, next week. So I'll have that form. I'm going to sign on the dotted line. And unless I have some criminal charge against me that I have no idea about, I guess you never know, but I'm 99% sure I don't uh, and pass my background check. I'm being a new employee. I got a big boy job that I'm very, very, very excited. Uh, you know, very fortunate to get, um, you know, all the LinkedIn messages and the LinkedIn posts and the, I don't know how many interviews I went to, like in these past couple weeks, like it's been probably 50 Um, but so I'm again, super grateful, really looking forward to it, but that doesn't mean the motivation magnet ends. 
Hell no. Motivation Magnet is going to continue to roll, continue to get bigger, and continue to help people out uh, that need it. So Motivation Magnet, not going anywhere. Um, I'm still here, still around, still looking forward to doing things like this. Like I said, I love doing this. I've just been absolutely swamped, and I'm 99% sure I'm shadow banned on Instagram because how many DMs I send out to try and get people to come on the show, but whatever. I'm going to keep grinding, keep working, and um, so yeah. That's what I know, you know, that was my update about me, what I've been up to, where I've been, and I'm excited. I'm excited to move forward. You know, it's crazy. It's another chapter of my book, you know, that book of life. It's done. I remember graduating high school not too long ago. It feels like it wasn't that long ago. It feels like I was freshman, you know, and my college experience, I don't know what to say about it. You know, I, I had a great time. Uh, I transferred three times. You know, I never, there was times that I definitely thought I was done. Like, fuck it. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing college anymore. You know, I'm in a shitty spot, bad spot, bad spot in my mental health. I wasn't looking forward to it. Didn't want to just continue to grind. Like, I'm going to tell you guys, when I was at Schoolcraft for a semester, it took every ounce of grit that I had inside me to pass those classes because and I didn't even pass all of them. I failed one and because I failed one, I'm paying for it now in my biology class. Um, but I mean, there was a time that I, I was like, I'm done. I'm dropping out. I'm done. Like I can't do it. Like I literally cannot do it. And then I transferred to Eastern and you know, there were still times that I was like, what am I doing? You know, like <laughs> I'm out. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. You know, then I was only there for a semester. It's crazy that I like, I'm graduating from a school that I literally went to for, I feel like a semester because quarantine hit and like, what was that last March? And I haven't stepped foot on campus. Literally, the only time I've stepped foot on campus is to go get my like Corona shot. So that's it. Like I'm graduating from a school in three weeks that I haven't been to in over a year. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And, you know, I think this is, you know, my college experience is a great way to keep motivating and keep pushing people through because I'm telling you guys, I was done. I was out. I was <laughs> I was not in a good spot. I didn't want to study. I didn't want to do my homework. But holy shit, you know, getting that job offer and, you know, I know I don't get to walk across stage, right, because they canceled it, whatever. But getting a job offer and, graduating here in three weeks feels pretty good and especially thinking back upon what I had and what I did you know and grinding through it and transferring all those times and finding the right spot I found it you know there's so many times where I was just thinking I'm like gosh if I can just get through this if I can get through this month if I can get through this week if I can pass this test if I can pass this assignment you know and there was times I'm telling you I grinded at the last minute. I'm emailing, I'm begging professors, put me through, put me through, you know, pass me, just give me a C. I don't care. And to get to the end where it's like, holy shit, I did it. You know, I guess I, I'm still a little anxious, still waiting, still a little nervous until I like really get my diploma. But I mean, three weeks, three weeks and I did it, you know, four years, four years of I had a great time. Like I had tons of fun, like great memories. I had a ton of great memories and a few too many bad memories that I don't like to think about, you know? So it's crazy. And if my story can help just one person push through it, keep going and 
it's worth it. You know, it's a, it's a crazy feeling to end that chapter, right? It's college. It's done. And then for me, I start, you know, hopefully I'm pretty sure I start either May 3rd or May 10th for my big boy job. And then that's a whole new chapter. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I'm excited for this chapter to close. Um, you know, I'm going to miss. There's more responsibility I have now for sure. You know, like in college, I didn't have. I wasn't worried. You know, I was lucky. I My parents have blessed me and I was never worried about money. You know, I wasn't. I didn't have to think about putting gas in my tank or, you know, anything like that. I just, you know, I had a great time, traveled a lot. Went on some cool vacations, hung out with a ton of cool people, went to concerts, you know, did the college thing. Uh, but now it's it's different. You know, like I and you know, I'm I'm fortunate enough to get a, a pretty good job that I'm actually it's a great job that I'm super fortunate to get. And I'm excited. I'm really excited. So and I, I, I gotta say this to you guys and the people listening, you know, for the people that have sent me DMs. And, you know, like the posts and share the pod and called me up or hit me up, whatever. Uh, you know, doing this throughout quarantine helped me a lot. A ton. And I don't, I like, I don't really check my analytics very often. Uh, but I do get the occasional DM from somebody I've never met before that somehow got a hold of the pod and they listen to it. And it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So. I can't thank you guys enough for everything that you've done for me. I hope that maybe I've said one or two things that, or I know my guests have said some fantastic things, you know, some great pieces of advice that you guys take to heart. So it's crazy. Absolutely crazy that, you know, it's college is done and moving in, moving on. We're moving forward and I'm fucking stoked. I mean, like, I'm fucking stoked. When I take that last test, and I don't even know what it is. I have senioritis so bad. But, you know, like, that last assignment, it turns in. I get my final grades, and it's like, holy shit, I did it? I'm celebrating hard. And I, I'll definitely cry. I'll be, like, an emotional wreck just because I never thought I'd do it. I really didn't. I really didn't think I was going to do it. But fucking did it. So we're rolling, guys. Keep going. Keep fighting. Keep working. Things are only looking up. We're moving forward. We're getting better every single day. We're moving forward. No matter what's happened in the past, don't care about it. Don't think about it. We're moving forward. So that's what I got today. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the guest. I hope you enjoyed my little spiel. Uh, I'm working on some more guests coming up in the future. But again, if I say one thing, always look forward. Right? Enjoy Enjoy the moment that you're in, right? You got to enjoy where you are, but just remember there's light at the end of the tunnel. You're going to get there. All your dreams, all your wishes, they're going to come true. So keep working, keep grinding. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Yeah, I hate that the only way can't say what I need to say Is with a prayer I hope is getting through the clouds Now you're forever young And I'm living like I'm